All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Positive Friday. Welcome back to Jason Greger Show. Presented by PlayAlberta.ca, Alberta's only regulated online gambling website where 100% of the revenue stays right here in the lovely province of Alberta. PlayAlberta.ca, where, hey, there's lots of games still going on. It is a busy Friday. I know you. maybe you're just getting in your vehicle. You're like, what? The game's over? Normally we're doing pregame show at this time. You're right. Normally we are, but uh, it's a rare post-game edition here on Sports 1440 and the Jason Greger Show because the uh, Edmonton Oilers went into Washington desperate for a win and uh, played like a team that understood how you're supposed to play defense. Shocking how that works. First period, zero high danger chances against. Second period, one high danger chance against. Goals four, five. Three goals in the second period, all in the power play after a 21-shot first period with no power plays. But uh, two goals for the orders. Evander Kane uh, opened up the scoring for Edmonton. You had uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins with his uh, best baseball edition uh, impression in front of the net. Made it 2-0. Then uh, Bouchard followed by Drysaddle and Drysaddle on the power play. And uh, the orders skate away with a convincing 5-0 win. Stuart Skinner, that's his third career shutout. His first since uh, shutting out the L.A. Kings last year. Of course, remember his uh, first shutout came in San Jose. And then uh, he was uh, sent back to the minors when uh, Mike Smith and uh, Koskin were both healthy back in 2022. So there. Good for Stuart Skinner. 
Maybe give him uh, a little bit of a boost. The orders needed it badly. And we'll see where they go from here as uh, we welcome to the program Wanye Gretz from uh, Oilers Nation. Uh, Wanye, how are you doing? I am blown away. That's how I'm doing. I didn't want to look. I've been adulting all day long and no time for mid-afternoon sports. And I didn't want to look on the way over because I wanted to come in here in a good frame of mind to bring positivity to Positive Friday. I did not have a 5 nothing blowout on my bingo card for how that game was going to go. No, probably not. Um, you know what? Uh, I, I use the meme and order fans are laughing because I think it's true. Uh, it's, it's the old uh, Pacino one where it's like uh, just when I thought I was out. Yeah. They suck me back in and they pull me back in. And that's really what the, from the Godfather. And, and really that's, I think how order, but that's how it should be. Let's be honest. Um, it's November 24th. The last thing order fans wanted was to, to realize that the season was over. Right. Now one win doesn't mean the season's not over. It might. Right. But, uh, at least it means that there's, you know, there's hope that, cause the orders, I've always said this, the orders were deserving of the record. They weren't. They weren't as bad as their record, but they're deserving of it. I think overall as a team, they're better, but uh, they were playing well to below their standards. No question in my mind. And so we'll see. Connor McDavid, a four-point game. Dry settle, three points. Nugent Hopkins, three points. Uh, you get a good defensive effort. You know what? That's key. And, and, you know, McDavid on this road trip looked a lot more like his normal self because guess what? Even the greatest player in the game can uh, can lack confidence at times. Um, we got. I love this text. Uh, it's, hey, Gregor, it's positive Friday. Tell me, what do you think the chances are McDavid still wins the heart? <laughs> ah. Well, I'll say this. Let's say Connor McDavid finishes, uh, and now he's up to 20 points. Like, he's, what, 10 points back of, uh, of Jack Hughes um, for the uh, score? 11. Uh, sorry, not Jack Hughes, Quinn Hughes. So he's 11 back of Hughes now. He pl- Hughes still does play tonight, and they've got games in hand. Right, because uh, Vancouver tonight will be their 21st game. It was only the uh, the Oilers 19, so he has two games in hand. Leon Drysaddle with his three points, he moves up to 26, which has him currently in a tie for eighth place, and he would be five back. Um, the top two scorers in the league the last five years, do I think they could still finish top two? Of course, right? It's not that's that's not a huge thing, but it doesn't matter unless the Oilers decide to commit to playing sound defensively. And there was three plays tonight by Leon Drysaddle. That maybe say, okay, see, look, he knows how to defend. So just do it. Right? Defending is hard because it's, and it, you have to do it repeatedly. You can't just say, okay, I did it good for one game. You got to do it every game, especially when you're leaders of the team. And so I, to me, those are some positive things. There, there was, I couldn't find one negative of tonight's game. Honestly, other I guess if you had to, if I had to work hard to find one, it'd be that Ryan McLeod keeps missing the net on his best chances. So what was going on in here? Were you guys watching while you were on the air? Well, we watched the first period. It wasn't uh, the first period I watched at home. And then, oh, yeah. uh, then we came to the studio. And, uh, yeah, Connor has uh, laptops up. So, yeah, you can watch. Connor. It's not like I can watch every shift, uh, you know, perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But, uh, you know, during I have it on here so I can rewind during commercial breaks and then watch it and then rewind in commercial breaks and watch it. So I, I get a good sense of, of how the game was played. But I'm taking notes, and there's certain things. Dry saddle in the defensive zone three times today. I was like, oh, look. He does have a clue on how to play defense. And I'm, I'm, I'm pointing him out because of the play on Netris in the game against Carolina was just inexcusable to me. It's inexcusable. And I'm, I'm done giving free passes to the order's best players defensively. I'm done. Right? We know how great they are offensively. You got to be better defensively. And you're the leader of the team. So you got to lead defensively. And uh, for this game, they did. Now, 
Can they do it the next time? That's the question. So, hey guys, I swear to God, Chiarelli knew he was getting fired and gave that Koskinen just to stick it to the team on the way out from Morgan. <laughs> Classic caught. Oh. You know what? In theory, I understand it. I understand that. However, other people in the organization still had to sign off on that contract before it gets sent to the NHL registry. So, yes. While Chiarelli is the one who was technically the GM at the time, Bob Nicholson and other people in the organization agreed to the contract. This was not a one-man rogue operation. It's like the Joker in Batman when he blows a hospital up and he's walking away and it's just exploding behind him. That's what Chia left. Yeah, pretty much. But it wasn't just him, though, right? I know it's everybody always likes to find the one person, right? It's why people want to blame uh, Schwartz for everything because it's easy. It makes them feel better. It's one guy, right? Uh, despite the numbers their goalies actually have had, be, have, have actually, you know, out of uh, eight years, there's been six years where it's quite good. Is it common practice to let your outgoing GM sign an unknown goalie to a long-term contract in his last week of employment? Uh, well, it's not normal, but it's the order's way. And, and again, they they allowed it, right? They allowed it. Which and, and the thing was, why? It was January, what, 28th or 9th? I know, because I was in Maui, and they texted me. I had to do a hit for my holiday in Maui because it was so stunning of that contract signing. Because it wasn't, it wasn't just that it was three years. It was three years at $4.5 million. I remember Strads had sent me a text, hey, we need you to come on the show. And I was like, what? When you're waking holiday. old man Gregor up in Maui, well, something major must have happened. Yeah, and I was just like, what are you? And he's like, yeah, Koskin signed a deal. I'm like, so what? He's like, no, no, for $4.5 million. I'm like, oh, like, what's wrong with that? $1.5 million? Like, I thought he meant four point five total, not four point five a year. Get me on the phone, you said after. Yeah, and I, I was just like, are you kidding me right now? Like... I thought it was like, I didn't really believe it. I kind of thought it was a joke, but uh, turns out it wasn't. Turns out it was not a joke. So, but hey, uh, the orders, they were no joke defensively today. I'll, uh, I'll say that. And that was, uh, that's much. And that's why I, I think it's valid to hold the orders to a level that says what they're capable of. Now, I don't expect to shut out every game and keep in mind, Washington is not an offensive juggernaut, right? So, um, it's great that you can slow down the teams that you should slow down, but they need to show a good defensive effort against a team that creates offense. So Vegas and Winnipeg coming up, that'll be the, if all of a sudden those teams are scoring four goals again, then guess what? This game means absolutely nothing. Sadly, it does because all it shows is, yeah, the, the low offensive teams, the Islanders, Seattle, Washington, they can slow them down. But they can't slow down a team that has some actual offense. So to me, that's like I've said it and I'll keep saying it. I got to see a month of them playing sound hockey. Now, if you have the odd game where the other team scores four, and sometimes they might score four goals where you're just like, geez, those are pretty good goals. Like, can't really complain about it. But the uh, the Carolina game was was gift-a-rama. It was like uh, watching your Division 7 men's league game and being like, huh, similar back-checking efforts. How can that team then come out the next game against Washington and win five? It's why they play the games, Connor. Oh, well, but, uh, it's why they play the games. We'll see. Hey, guys, I think McDavid would be leading if Nugent Hopkins and Dry settle a better shooting percentage because he's setting up guys every game, just not going in from Chomskins uh, or Chomskers. Ah, I'll disagree with that, man. Um, their, their power play, they weren't creating a lot of high-danger chances at all. Um Dreisaitl was whiffing on some one-timers. Yes, that's valid. But 
I, I don't think that McDavid had 11 more points where I've seen those are obvious goals that should have gone in. I, I haven't seen um, 11 of those uh, for me. So we'll see. 833-401-1440 is our text line. can also uh, dial in if you so choose on a positive Friday. Hey, Gregor, why do the orders have a five-day break you keep talking about? Do they have a – is that a bye week? No, it's just – it's a scheduling um, thing. And I um, I have it on a good source um, that there – well, A, there is um, – I think the uh, – uh, I have to double-check on the date of this, but um, – let me look. Do, 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 do. Yes. Connor McDavid is getting inducted into the Canadian Walk of Fame. And the ceremony is next Saturday. Where is it? It is, uh, usually it's in Toronto. Well, it's always in Toronto. Not usually, it always is. So, um, and now I don't know. I can't, I don't know. I would assume that they knew before the season starts. So do you ask the schedule maker, hey, we want to give him that day off so he can go? How did they make him do that, I wonder? It doesn't seem to me like something Connor's signing up for. Um, It's a pretty big honor. The Walk of Fame. But, like, he's so young. I don't know. Wouldn't you see him being approached and saying, like, I'm in the middle of a season. I'm moving heaven and earth to get back in the playoffs. But no, but you got to, dude. Like I just told you, they don't make the schedule in the middle of the season. This is all predetermined. No, they I know. They didn't know the orders were going to be sucking the hind banana after 19 games. The Canadian Walk of Fame didn't know that? No, they didn't know that. Right? I know. So uh, Avril Levine, I think, is uh, um, uh, Lee. So here's who's going in. Lee Aaron, April Wine, Avril Levine, Glass Tiger, Connor McDavid, Rick Mercer, um, Dr. Uh, Brenda Milner, Cardinal official, you would know him. Yeah, he's fire. Rapper, uh, Platinum Blonde, Prism, Gary Slate, of course, a longtime uh, media guy, The Parachute Club, Trooper, Rosalie uh, Silverman Abella, a longtime judge, Michael uh, or Michelle uh, Pagliaro. Who am I missing? Loverboy. It's got a, ba- a lot of good bands. How in many here. people are being inducted into the wall? Like, what is going on yeah, there's here? There's quite a few people. It's Thousand a thousand induction. inductions. Chilliwack. I, now, I'm wondering if they haven't done this for a few years. Seems to me like there's a, been a backlog at the factory and they're yeah. letting four years with the stars out. Well, I'm wondering if it's because did they not have it for the last few years? But uh, my understanding is that's why uh, there's this little bit of a break. And so uh, my understanding is the ceremony is on next Saturday. So um, that is uh, that is why um, the orders have the break in case you're uh, you're wondering. I hope the Oilers win the last game before Connor goes to do that ceremony, because if he's being inducted onto the walk of fame and someone's like, what about the power play? I'll be like, this is an opportunity uh, well, lost. I, I can tell you someone would be wise enough to not answer that question at that point, I would think. Now, um, yeah, I, I know Connor McDavid. He's not one for the spotlight. Right, but it like you, you, when someone calls you and says, "Hey, we want to induct you into the Canadian Walk," you don't say no, right? You, like, no, who would say no? Who in April right Wine mind? didn't say no. April Wine said, "Let's ride." Yeah, exactly. So uh, I don't think anybody would say no. So, hey guys, my positive: the Oilers stopping Ovechkin from uh, catching Gretzky's scoring record from uh, Harry W. So there you go. 
Did you know that Ovechkin, had he scored today, that would have been his 900th NHL goal playoffs and regular season combined, which uh, is he would be only second player to have 900. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, of course, has 1,015. So I know a lot of people. So if Ovechkin does catch Gretzky, which I know it seems plausible, but always like age is no joke, man. And he's uh, he's obviously close, but um, a lot of people thought it was you know like it would be easy next year would be the year they would do it, but it might have to wait the following year because he currently has eight hundred and twenty seven goals. Right, he needs to get to eight ninety five to pass him. So uh, do the quick math, Wanye. He needs sixty eight goals. So. He's got five this year. Can he get to? Thir- can he score twenty five more goals? Yeah, probably. So then he would still. Then he would need forty three the following year. It's likely going to take him this year, next year, and then the following season. So in uh, in twenty five twenty six, most likely is the year that he would uh, he would pass Wayne. He'll only you know that'll be the year he's forty. Like make no mistake, always play until he breaks his record. He's this close. You know what? Even if he limps at you know three more twenty goal seasons or something, if he has to, that's what he'll do. Did you ever think you would see this Gretzky goal record fall? I, I never really thought it was. Well, about five years ago, I was looking at Ovechkin's numbers and I was like, "Well, there's a chance, right?" But I was like, "He's got to have at least a few more fifty goal seasons," and then he did. That's what's impressive about it, right? Like he scored fifty and twenty two, and he had fifty one and nineteen and forty eight. Uh, he would have had another, like he would have ten fifty goal seasons if it wasn't for that. Um, uh, when COVID hit, because he needed two goals in the final thirteen games, it's crazy, right? Like uh, I don't think he's going to score fifty again. Like this year, he's obviously not scoring fifty. He's not scoring forty five goals now in the final sixty four games of the season, right? That's not happening. So. Um, Still though, it's a, it's amazing one. Uh, will he? I'll be curious though. Does he ever catch Wayne for combined playoff and regular season? That to me would be unbelievable because he needs another 115 huh, to do that. So it's crazy. Jason Greger, Wanye Gretz, with you. Um, now Wanye came in today, the bearer of gifts on a positive Friday, and um, you can enjoy a free box of uh, Oodle Noodle. Is that right? Just a free, just giving away free boxes. Four free boxes for right one, here. but not for one person. For one winner. Well, one winner gets Darn, all four. What is this? Oh. It's Positive Friday. Okay. You want to have the family well, there, get some dinner. Good. You got good. three close friends. You can call over in the Ooh. drop of a hat. So a noodle party. All right, a oodle noodle party. There's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I so, can get behind that. All right, uh, we'll just do this. Very, it's Positive Friday. Got to be positive. Yeah. So you text in anything positive. What was what is what is making you positive today? And cons will pick a random winner, and uh, you will get four boxes of. So they come here and they pick it up. We mail them. We have stamps, Gregor. This is a high class operation. Cow, Connor will get Envelopes. your Connor will get your address. We're we're gonna bring the nudes to you. Do not mention the game. I thought we were coming here. I assumed the others were gonna get okay. shelled by Washington. So anything positive, but it's not about the game today. Exactly. Oh, so we got to find Ooh. something positive in life. And okay. Fortunately, we just witnessed a five nothing thrashing in the middle of a work day. But aside from that, mm-hmm. in the spirit of Fridays, I'll always bring these with me, Gregor. Okay, so uh, every pause of Friday now. So today, though, it'll be easy. Text in something that's positive for you. 
Wanya will read them, and there'll be just a random. Is it random, or are you going to pick the best positive one? Well, let's have something funny here. Let's have okay. a little. Come right. on now. Okay, so you got to earn it. You got to earn your oodle noodle. All right, so it's actually a pretty good package, man. Now, four free box of the nudes. I like it. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, Craig Button's going to join us on Sports fourteen forty live and Orders Nation YouTube presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Positive Friday continues on Sports fourteen forty live on Oilers Nation uh, YouTube. Got a lot of positive text coming in. That's going to be real hard for old Wanya to have to decide. I like that it's not on me. <laughs> so uh, he'll pick a winner during the uh, the next break because we give everybody time to uh, to come in and then uh, where we go. I like it. I like it a lot. So. See how that goes. Uh, Craig Button uh, is doing the Montreal-San Jose game, which has gone into a shootout. Because that's all you need is those two teams, extra time. But uh, San Jose and Montreal and shootout. So uh, we'll switch things up. We're going to do five questions now, and then we will get to uh, Craig Button after in our uh, in our next segment. So let's get to uh, five questions brought to you by The Brick. And, hey, it is... Um, Black Friday today, you can save up to uh, 30% off on a wide selection of dining and bedroom furniture and shop with confidence knowing that you got the best deal with their holiday low price protection guarantee. So trust me, you buy something today and you find out anywhere between now and Boxing Day and you find it cheaper, they will refund you the difference. Pretty good. The Brick, thebrick.com. It's time for five questions on the Jason Greger Show. All right, guys, since it is Positive Friday and the Oilers coming off a 5 and nothing win, uh, lots of things you could take away from that that were positive, but what is the best thing you saw in the Oilers' 5 nothing victory over the Washington Capitals? Oh, it was their commitment to not being cheddar cheese, sorry, um, Swiss cheese defensively. They did not give up very much at all today. And that, because that's their weakness. So to me, that's the most positive. I didn't watch the game. So for me, the highlight was finding out the score in the game. And when you said it was 5 nothing, I purposefully didn't find out because I didn't want to walk through the door in a bad mood. So I kept it to myself. Could not believe so my you, ears. you didn't have faith that the Oilers would win. Which I, I understand why Oilers fans feel that way. I just wanted to come in with my head held high on a positive Friday. I didn't have time to watch the game. It's crazy that this this game's in the middle of the day. I don't know. Question number two. It's going to confuse you guys a little bit here on the sheet I sent you because I'm going to jump ahead to the number three here. On this day, 36 years ago, the Oilers send Paul Coffey to the Pittsburgh Penguins after a contract dispute. Uh, So since it's the anniversary of a pretty big trade, I'll ask you if you could bring one player to this organization in the NHL, but it has to be a realistic option. Can't be uh, Sidney Crosby. Who would you like this team to go out and acquire? Sidney Crosby? I mean, when we say realistic, like, I don't know that we necessarily have a lot of cap room. We have a lot of pieces. Connor, I'm freaking out. It's Positive Friday. Can I fix the problem with a fictional trade? Gump Worsley. That's realistic. He was a heck of a goalie back in the day. He'd come in, stand between the pipes. But if Skinner's getting 5 nothing shutouts, I don't even see that we need any additional players. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um... Well, realistic, that's what makes it difficult if you're talking about the uh, um, the salary cap. So, you know, what, what the, I'll say this. Look at what now, it's a different time, but no one really talked about, look at the deal that Vancouver made to get Philip Ronick last year. As a right shot defenseman who's come in and been excellent 
I still believe the Oilers need another right shot defenseman. And so that to me, you know, there's a long list of guys that I would look at, but it's got to be a right shot defenseman who's kind of a defense first. That would be the thing. Um, and it's, it's not going to be a, a big flashy guy because they just don't have the cap space for that. Right. So I would look and like Gudis would be great, but he's, he's, he's probably out of their price range now at uh, what he signed with in Anaheim. Right. He got a pretty good ticket there. You know, I'm looking. Yeah. Um, like four million. There's no chance he's going to afford him at, at four. And he's probably overpaid at four million bucks. Right. Like he can play in top four on a, on a team like Anaheim, if he's on a competitive team, I think he's a third pair, and I think he's a really good third pair. So um, how about Radko Gudis if, if they retain half? There you go. Question number three. This is one I'm just going to throw at you guys. I, I wanted to add it, but I forgot until now. Last night I was just scrolling through Twitter, and I saw Spittin' Chicklets, uh, Biz, and Ryan Whitney kind of arguing a little bit about who would win, Canada versus the United States, best on best. Uh, so I'll ask you this. On paper... Factoring all the positions, goaltending as well. Uh, who has the better lineup, you think, a Canadian squad or an American squad? Well, I'll, I'll try not to be biased, but let's <laughs> let's be realistic here. So I'm going to have Connor McDavid. I'm going to have Nathan McKinnon. All right. I'm going to have uh, Sidney Crosby. Those are just uh, some, some of my up front. Um, then I look on the back end, and I will take um, – Alex Petrangelo, he's still uh, he's still pretty good, right? I'll take that uh, Kale McCarr kid. Um, it's not bad. I think he's not bad. Um, you know, uh, I look at uh, Brent Burns. I still like him on the back end uh, quite a bit. So I still would, uh, you know, the one concern area which I think is valid is in goal for Canada. That that would be the uh, the one concern, but. Man, you can put together a really good defense core for Canada, and I just I think they're they're high end offensive guys. When I go McDavid, like who's the best American forward right now? Right, that that so that that would be the first question, and then whoever it is, automatically Edmonton, or I guess it'd be Austin Matthews. Well, you're still going to say that Connor McDavid's better, right? I think I I would assume any like maybe Toronto some Toronto fans would disagree. But, yeah, I still think it's Canada. I think it'd be close, but I think it's Canada. I do have no issue being biased, Connor. I think it's Canada as well, and Gregor just made a very convincing case. Question number four. Uh, we saw Black Friday football today, Jets and Dolphins. Not a great game. Uh, what did you think of that, and is this something you think you'd like to see more of going forward with the little Friday afternoon football? If they're going to have Friday football games, and I'm not a big NFL guy, but for those who are, they should force a national holiday. Like, I don't think you should be making the decision as a football fan. Do I have to continue at my day job? But it is a national holiday in the U.S. In the Canada, though. Oh. I'm saying they have to force a national holiday up here <laughs> if they want to continue. Otherwise, black the game out. I would. You know what, Cons? I'm, I'm, I guess it's all going to depend on what was their TV numbers, right? Now, Miami. Now, it's got New York. Make no mistake. You're putting New York in there because it's one of the biggest markets in the United States, right? Like, they're not stupid. So, uh, and Miami is one of the most exciting offensive teams and even at the start of the year, you kind of knew that. So I, I suspect, Connor, you will see this become a regular in the NFL. The Friday NFL game on the, on the you know, Black Friday. It's people that are shopping, and then there's lots of people who don't shop, and they're like, this is perfect, I can watch. So, yes, I think it's going to uh, be a, a mainstay moving forward. 
And a final question on the hypothetical Friday. If you could have a conversation and hang out with any fictional character from a TV show, movie, or a video game, who would you pick? You had me shook here because I was thinking movies and, and TV, but then you said video game. I would like, Gregor, and this might be controversial, but I would like to talk to a cube from Tetris. That's a character from a video game. Just those little four-block cubes. What's going on, you? What's going on, cube? Um... Yeah, uh, you know, like I definitely wouldn't be talking to any. Um, yeah, I don't know why, but there's there's nobody in that realm that that, that interests me. So I would say, huh. so it's, I think of any movie, like because as long as it's not a based on a true person. So hmm, I would want to talk to Jason Bourne because I'd want to find out the real root of the training. Ooh. Because I love the born identities, man. That's phenomenal. So uh, I would probably, you know, I'm not sure it'd be a great conversation, right? Like he might, uh, he might get suspicious and want to break my neck. Is he allowed to tell you even? Well, that's what's why I would make the conversation interesting. Do you have clearance to know what the training is about? Oh, I don't see why not. Right? Like I, I don't think I'm going to look like I'm a threat to him. I think he'd know pretty quickly that I'm not a, I'm not a trained assassin, like he is. Looking to start his own spy school. Yeah, like I'm not looking to. You know, become a competitor. <laughs> Is that how you did it? Makes his own Jason Bourne later. Yeah. So no, but it would be uh, that'd be interesting. I like it. Uh, we'll take a break. Uh, when we return, Craig Button will join us. Also, uh, Wanya will pick the uh, winner for the uh, four pack of boxes, courtesy of uh, Oodle Noodle. When we return on the Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Pause of Friday continues on. Sports 1440, Oilers Nation YouTube. How are you? Welcome back. It is the Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. And uh, congratulations as uh, Wanye went through all of the uh, the positive. Uh, he likes to pick one. What did he say? He wanted uh, anything that's uh, comical. We'll have different ones every week. Don't uh, don't you worry. But um, the, uh, the winner today was Jeff as his positive... Text was, my wife said I was right. Jeff, if you're kidding and you don't have a wife, you're going to have to give back this oodle noodle. But I think you're telling the truth. And that is a rare occasion that a wife says you were right about something. Mm -hmm. We support you. It's a big positive. That is a big positive. So, uh, Jeff, uh, read your text and uh, you can send us uh, your mailing address and the uh, the noodle package will be uh, coming to you. Enjoy your oodle noodle. There you go. Now, let's get to our big guest of the day, brought to you by the Spruce Grove Saints. Exciting AJHL action tonight at the Grant Fear Arena. Get your tickets at sprucegrovesaints.ca or go right to the door. It's always a great event on Friday nights down in Spruce Grove. They're taking on Calgary's. The Saints are looking for a win. Craig Button. Former NHL GM and scout, ace analyst, and scout now for TSN. Joins us uh, fresh off of uh, calling the uh, Montreal-San Jose game that went to uh, a shootout. And, um, Craig, it's, you know, it's interesting, uh, you know, two teams that obviously uh, I think are both uh, uh, in a rebuild stage. Montreal at least admits they're in a rebuild stage. Um, I guess San Jose finally maybe is getting forced into one. Uh, we'll see. But when you watch that Sharks team, Craig, um, I, I said – it's going to be eight more years before they make the playoffs. Because they don't have a lot coming. Well, when you said, Jason, uh, you know, you watch a game and two teams in a rebuild, I thought you were going to say Edmonton and Washington. But <laughs> all kidding aside, 
Uh, I'll keep it aside. Eight years. I, I thought it would be 2027, 20, 2028 20, before they start to show what the Devils and the Sabres started to show a couple of years ago, that they had some problems. So, you know, that's uh, that's four years away, you know, and, it, and, and it, eight years, it might be eight years from two years ago when you add it all up. But I, I, I think that, you know, this is where they're at. It's been, as you know, Jason, it's been a great franchise. It's been a franchise that's had a great following. And like a lot of franchises, the Edmonton Oilers, the Montreal Canadiens, the Blackhawks, the Rangers, the Maple Leafs, They've all run into that into those times where you know uh, the, the reality stares you in the face, and reality was such that you know there's going to be a downside there, and it's going to be a number of years before you get out of it. What'd you make of Slavkovsky today in the game? He he was terrific in this game versus uh, the San Jose Sharks. He, he he had those moments where you know you're you're, you're confident, you're assured in your play. And then it just kind of feeds itself. It keeps feeding in, in, into the next shift and the next play and, and opportunities to build on that. And, you know, you, you heard me on dry side over 10 days ago or somewhere in there talk about the lack of confidence. And we sit here and we talk about, you know, Leon Dreisaitl, who's been a great player in this league, he's still a great player, you know, says, oh, I'm lacking some confidence. Just, just stop and think about that for a second. And now rewind it and think about Slavkovsky, a 19-year-old kid that's trying to find his way in the league. Of course his confidence is, is not where you would like it to be or where it will be in, in years to come. But I thought this game, he was really, really strong. I mean, Marty St. Louis used him as the third shooter uh, in the shootout, and he had Mackenzie Blackwood beat, but he wasn't able to, to finish off the play. And I... I think Marty recognized that he was deserving of that opportunity in the shootout. He, he played a real strong game. Uh, Craig, this has just come down. Um, it's uh, Sam Gerard. I'm going to read the statement uh, from the uh, Avalanche defender. Quote, I have made a proactive decision to take care of my mental health and will be entering treatment for severe anxiety and depression that has gone untreated for too long and led to alcohol abuse. Taking care of your mental health is health is of the utmost importance and i encourage everyone to speak up and seek help should you feel like you need it i want to express my gratitude to my wife family friends the club my teammates and the fans for their patience understanding and continued support so uh, he's entering the uh, nhl nhlpa player assistance program uh, obviously has led to uh, alcohol abuse for him and you know what uh, you know we hope it gets better but you, you know what it's it's interesting a lot of times you you know people think oh you got mental health issues but a lot of times it can lead to other significant things and in this case for sam unfortunately for alcohol abuse there's no question about it and, and and the program is one that affords the players an opportunity to go and get the help that they need and certainly uh sam has recognized that you, you know jason and, and one you know one of the things that i think we've made so much progress with in society and specifically in sports here is that you know when somebody you know, tears an ACL, we talk about the rehabilitation plan, somebody gets hurt. Well, mental health is a really important aspect of performance in, in any walk of life. And the fact is that we can provide help for, for, for people. People can go and find that help where, where, where it's available. And it becomes really important. It becomes important for performance. Just like you can't perform with injuries that, that prevent you from being at your best, Certainly, when you're not, when you're feeling anxious and you're depressed, and it's leading to other issues, 
you know, you're not going to be able to perform at your best. So I think that it's uh, come leaps and bounds with respect to the acknowledgement that mental health is really important. And certainly uh, people that can avail themselves of that help and it being provided is so important in all walks of life. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, no question. Uh, well said, Craig Button. Join us on Sports 1440. Uh, Craig, what's interesting, you joked about the orders earlier. Well, uh, you know, the Edmonton orders, Craig, I, I went back for the last, uh, this is the fourth consecutive season where they've had a stretch where they're just awful defensively, whether it's 16 games, 18 games, 20 games, um, you know, in other years, the offense was there. So maybe it would, it would cover it up more. Um, they, they did find ways to, to rediscover themselves. And today, maybe he's only step one. We'll see. I'm not getting too excited because it's only one game. But when you watch it, I, I know you were doing the Montreal game. So I don't know how much you saw the Edmonton game, but they gave up very little, like two, one dangerous scoring chance for the first 40 minutes and you led five nothing. Like there, you can't play much better than that defensively. And it's got to be frustrating. And I wonder, like, cause to me, it's just a commitment. And there's like, for some reason, there's the lack of that consistent commitment from this group. Well, Jason, you, you know what I sent to you. I, 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 I watched the entire first period because, you know, that game started later. I was able to watch portions of the second period and a little bit of the third. And, you know, the bottom line is, is that the, 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 the essence of success for the Edmonton Oilers, it, it's not about their offense. They have more than enough of that. It was about playing defense. I thought they were terrific. Uh, when it was 0-0, they were terrific. I mean, they just said, here's how we're going to play, and they're not going to give Washington anything, and they didn't give Washington anything. And then the, the, the analytics provided all the rest of it. You saw it, and I think that your, your, your word, commitment, listen, defense is about commitment. It, 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 it takes an understanding of what you want to do, and, and then a lot of times of what you don't want to do, and then committing to it. The Edmonton Oilers showed really good signs. And I will say this. You cannot get to the second step unless you take the first step. Yep. So today today was a good first step for the Edmonton Oilers. Craig Button joins us. Um, Craig, where are you on the New York Rangers? 
<laughs> oh, where am I on the New York Rangers? You know, Zabanejad hadn't scored uh, before today in a, in a long stretch of games, and they were rolling along. Peter Laviolette, I thought last year, did a fantastic job with an injury-riddled uh, Washington Capitals team. They lost John Carlson. They had, they had no backstrom. They had injuries throughout the court. And I thought he did a fantastic job there. You know, Chris Drury hires him. You know, the record shows that Peter Laviolette always does a great job in his first year with the team. Well, he's not only doing a terrific job, but I think he's doing a terrific job in the area that they needed uh, a significant improvement in. They have really good goaltenders to stir, and that goes without saying. But their defensive play has been really much better, much improved. So you can go games without Zibanejad scoring because you don't need him to score. You want him to score, but you don't need him to score to win games because your other parts of your game are so in order. And I think Peter's done a fantastic job. It looks like a team that is a serious contender in the Eastern Conference. Oh man, I like their team a lot, and yeah, you mentioned Peter yeah. Laviolette. Uh, there's there's something about Laviolette's message, and, and he's had obviously good teams too. But there's something about his message that uh, you know there's a reason why good teams want to hire him because he's had success with good teams, and I think that's something that sometimes gets uh, underrated. Craig, it's like the coach of the year always has to be a coach on a team that was terrible the year before, right? Like, I think being a good, be, remaining consistent and getting your guys to buy in when they're good and not be lackadaisical, that's just as hard, maybe more difficult sometimes. Well, I, I, I think it is, Jason. And, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote Daryl Sutter. He says, you know, the Jack Adams is a really nice award. He goes, but the coach of the year every year is the coach of the team that wins the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's interesting about that. You know, sometimes there's some luck involved just, a little I'm bit, just, but I'm yeah. Just, but but you know what? Like you know, you think about coaches that never won the uh, Jack Adams Award, right? Like you, you people that have won, that, that have won and 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 been successful in coaching, and certainly I like the Jack Adams. In most cases, is a team that was underestimated. And the coach got way more out of the team than anybody expected. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's, yeah. that's yeah, and, and and that's that's deserved. That's deserving of of, uh, of being of being recognized. But maybe we should have uh, uh, an award for most improved team, and and the team and the coach all take part of it and separate it from coach of the year. Hmm. Interesting thought process. Craig, uh, quickly, your thoughts. Uh, did you see the, the the big trade in the WHL today? The uh, Saskatoon Blades, Fraser Mitten, Fraser of course, uh, you know, it's got a few games in with the Toronto Maple Leafs this year. But the uh, the Blades uh, taking a first step uh, here to, to loading up a little bit. They got a good team, and you know, like they, they kind of push their cards in, which is what you have to do in the, in the WHL every every few seasons. It seems. Um, you know, I, I looked at Fraser Mitten, and I thought, you know, after seeing him in camp, yeah, it's great to get a few games. But you know, this is a guy that's got to go down and and. Nice. Show he can really dominate at the WHL level. Uh, how big of a move do you see this as for the Blades? Well, it's big. I mean, you, you trade two first-round draft picks. You trade a, a real good 0-5 prospect. And, and Frazier was in the Memorial Cup last year with Campbell. So, you know, going down the stretch on a really good team, you know, you, you look at what Saskatoon has been able to add. You know, he's a real good, strong player. He's going to have an opportunity to compete for a spot on Team Canada. It's not a given but he's going to have an opportunity to go in there and compete for a spot. But again, you look at uh, recognizing what your team needs, 
what your team can do at any particular moment in time to push it further along. And I think Colin Priestner and the uh, Saskatoon Blades with this trade have served notice. We're serious. Just like Camelot's last year with the big trades they made. Just like Seattle with the big trades they made. And I'm just going back last year. You want to be serious about winning, you got to find a way to uh, recognize what you need and to be ready to act. 100%. Craig, uh, great stuff today, man. We appreciate it. Have yourself an awesome weekend, and we will chat with you next Friday. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you have a great weekend also. That is uh, Craig Button from TSN. It is The Gregor Show. Jason Gregor, Wanya Gretz. Uh, Speck will be joining us in the uh, final hour from Washington after he has uh, written uh, his article to uh, to wrap up the game. Uh, Should have been pretty much done. Um, that was uh, That's one where... Uh, it's not as stressful as a deadline when it's uh, when it's five cob after forty minutes. You can uh, you can maybe relax and, and breathe a little bit as a, a writer on deadline, which uh, isn't always the case. Uh, remember that uh, Seattle was it the Islander game? Seattle, whichever one they uh, you know nursed, uh, saved, it, and then they scored, and then they they won it uh, in overtime. Uh, that was obviously where you pretty much change your entire article. Uh, not fun for writers; they they don't like it. But uh, Speck will join us after. Five o'clock. We got a lot of texts coming in. 833-401-1440 in our Jiffy Lube inbox. We'll get to uh, more of those and more. But first, here's the con man. Sports fourteen forty update brought to you by Edmonton Kubota. And you know it's coming. The snow will be here. But there's no reason for you to be stressed. Remove the stress, plan ahead, get all your snow removal equipment and all the great accessories you need for a stress-free winter of shoveling. EdmontonKubota.com. In hour four of the Jason Greger Show, we... Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.